we've exceeded the maximum number of characters, but I assure you we're still the actual riot support yeah. channel. Dot com. Dot com. everyone and welcome to another episode of rune terrible radio i am blevins with me as always is saucy what's up buddy hey what's going on today is gonna be a spicy show like none other let me tell you i um i just happened to hit the local recording button like while we were in that tirade just like now eh, we should probably start the show soon yeah. I wasn't sure that I was going to hit it. And there, you can even tell there was like a little pause. So yeah. I caught myself off guard. Oh, man. Yeah. Perfect. When you catch yourself off guard, that's oh. when you know it's pristine. When your comedic timing impul- uh, um, impulses are so, so acute and keen and, yep. and keyed in that you even make yourself laugh, you know you've got something going on. But... Oh boy, saucy! Are we? we we're gonna have a spicy one. So uh, for the, for the podcast listeners and the YouTube uh, viewers in the future, uh, hi! I hope it's better than it is now. Um, we have we're gonna be obviously be talking about the new patch, <clears throat> and uh, we saucy and I have been discussing not not the patch specifically and the contents of the patch. We've been discussing what people have been talking about with the patch. Yeah, yeah. So there was a, it was a, it was the first patch for you know the first like balance change yes. patch for Call of the Mountain. Yes. Um. We we need to let let's you know just take a breather real quick because now is not the time for comedy blevins. Okay. We've been joking for a while. It's time to get serious. Yes. Um. There often on this show we make light of things that are you know very important. Yes. And Hold this to the severity that it's at. Yes. Uh, I don't know about you, Blevins, but I have only played one deck on ladder. It's been insane. Have you, yeah, I've only played literally against one deck. I've played against Scouts. I've played against Asol Ramp. Yeah. I've played against Thresh Trundle. Yep. I've played against MFGP. Yep. I've played against TF Ezreal. Yep. One deck only. I've played against Tarek. I know. Kimura. I've played it's... against Tarek Lee Sin. Um, I'm sick of the one deck I see. Pirate Burn, Championless, um, Undying Burn. Yep. I, it's just the only deck I see. I'm sick of it. it. The meta is so stale. I've only played against... I mean, I've only played against that one deck, the one that you yeah. brought up. I've only played against that. I've only played against Lux Asol. I've only played against uh, Trundle Thresh combo. I've only played against uh, Noxus PNZ Discard Burn. Mm-hmm. I've only yeah. played against uh, Lulu... Uh, Demacia, Emusives. Yep. That's all I've played against. That's, the meta is yeah. saucy. The meta is so stale. I've only we've only it's, played against yeah. that one deck. It's so stale. There's no decks that you can play. I've only played against Nocturne Diana. I I've know. I've only played against Diana Timo. I just it's can't just believe. Getting, I've only played against like Vi Ezreal. The one deck I've played against. I know. So frustrating. It, the meta. I like. Okay. New set came out. You'd think that there'd be so many decks that you could play against, right? Yeah. It's just one. It's There's so, only one like, deck. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And, like, it's I so just feel priced into playing that one deck, too. Like, the meta is so stale, and, like, the cards are so broken. But also, they're not powered enough. It's, it's, it's yeah. weird because, like, the cards it's are both so broken and underpowered. The cards are super overpowered. The power creep is astonishing, but also there isn't a single new card from the set that's playable. I know. I it's, so to, it's so weird. It's so weird. If it were to be played, it would break the entire game. Because Hush and Asol and all the Celestial cards are broken, but also, like, Call the Mountain hasn't affected the meta even a little bit. Yeah, at all. Like, it, it's so crazy how both, like, there are no champions from the set you can even play, but yet, Leona is breaking the game I at know. the same time. It's so and weird. It's it's I it's the craziest thing. I've never experienced this in a card game before. <laughs> okay, I'm done. The facade is over. Holy crap, saucy! People have been wilding on Twitter 
lately. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just always been like like am I am I literally like do I have the the spaceman meme where the 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 space the moon spaceman is pointing a gun at my head and saying always has been or if I'm just yeah, if, and I'm just noticing it now but like holy shit we yeah, have I just saw... been seeing the worst takes ever on Twitter. <laughs> I saw my favorite one so far is someone was complaining about the Yordle Grifter nerf. We'll go yeah. into we'll go into specifics. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the patch actually, but we got to get yeah. this off our chest. But Yordle point. Grifter got a, a nerf to to just change how the card works. Yeah, and this person literally said that they were this is the exact nerf they were calling for, but they're upset that it took this long to implement. <laughs> like they were mad that they got exactly what they wanted. <laughs> And I was just like, you're you're complaining that you got the thing you wanted. Yeah. Like it's going in, you go in for your performance review at work and they're like, you know, you've been doing so great. You you have a, a five thousand dollar a month raise. And they're like, that I, I'm so mad that it's taken you this long to give me this extra money. Right. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm going to put a a small pin in it there because <clears throat> which I will be taking out very shortly. Um, because I, I've got a lot more to talk about on on that whole thing. But um, I do want to go over uh, quickly. We do have a little bit of housekeeping. We got a brand new patron, Saucy. I know this is a, co- a completely random segue, but we do have yes, a new perfect. patron. We've got Escher coming in at the $2 level. Thank you, Escher, for your support of the podcast. And if you all want to support the podcast, like Escher and many others, go over to patreon.com slash radio. Check out yeah. the stuff there. We are, we're about halfway through September, so nearing the end of the month, we'll be putting out our exclusive patron yeah. um, newsletter, actually. So mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be, you know, we're, it's going to be, we've got some ideas for it, but, um, yeah. and then we've got some people in the community working, um, and, uh, uh, we're going to be putting that out for, for the patrons. So if you want in on that as well, some other, we've got, some, we've actually got some, some goodies, uh, planned out for different goals and stuff, but you can head oh, over. Yeah, we've got the goods. You've got the goods. Head over to patreoncom slash rude and terrible radio for that. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate it. Thanks again, Escher, as well as everyone else who has supported us over there. Okay. Taking the pin back out. So I was thinking about this. <laughs> I was thinking about this because, like, yep. Um, when I when I see this, there's a when I see this type of um, not even rage, just like it's just like whining. Um, it, it, I just like my first instinct is like, we have such a great game. Just like, you know, why are you complaining about everything? And I go, well, why would you complain about everything when you when you because like why why don't cuz i mean you see complaining from from all games right like that always happens in every game but maybe yeah. i'm like is it just because i'm following lor so closely that i am am seeing this cuz like i don't like people complain about stuff in magic but also like there's a level of like it dies off immediately and we don't see it all the time and i was thinking about why that would why there would be a difference and i think i okay. i figured it out um or at least a possible possible reason so in magic when we've talked about this before and it's not like it's a secret like when a card's printed a card's printed right yep. it's it's done the only there's only really two option well i guess there's three options there's if a card's printed and it's it's broken there's three options for it it's either well that's just the world you live in now is one option <laughs> the other option is they ban the card um, and the third, like very corner case and rare option is that they errata a card and essentially yeah. change it, which they won't do for power level. They really only do that for um, if, like the rules of the game change. Yeah. If the rules of the game change and it breaks something. Um, so really there's only, there's basically only one option to fix a problem and that's ban yeah. the card. 
Um, and the last option is they make everyone send back all the copies right. back to James Magic and <clears throat> Sharpies out and makes a change yes. on every single card. Yeah, they just mails them back. yep, and mails it back. They white out your they white out your card and they yep yep absolutely. That's a that's a fourth lesser known and and very rarely used option, but uh, still possible, still possible. So um, people complain and and I think we've seen more uh, sort of vocal vocalization and, and outreach and complaining on the magic side too in recent years because they know that they can get something banned or something will get banned if, yeah. if people complain about it and if it's awful right and but in the past it's like well you know such and such card is is uh broken i guess we just like you just keep playing it right or you play around it or you try to beat it um but now we ha- we live in a world where like because the cards can be changed and because the like because the devs have been so great about being open and vocal and open to feedback like instead of uh instead of like that being a good thing i mean it is a good thing instead of the community as a whole taking that as like oh that's awesome we can get some insights and we can voice it it's instead like oh i don't like this thing I'm going to complain at it until it gets nerfed or changed in some way, right? There's not, like, normally there might be, like, uh, let's take um, Jace the Mind Sculptor, for instance. Like, that card was uh, around for a while and then eventually got banned in Standard. And this was back in a time when they didn't really ban cards in Standard very often. I think before that it was just Skull Clamp, which was, like, a long time before that. Like, multiple, many, many years before it got banned so it's like well we can complain about how strong this card is but at the end of the day we have to play with it so you play with it you play with it you play with it you see the the win rates you figure out ways to beat it you think of creative ways to change it and there's this like trial period or this like experiment period where like yeah you're playing it and you're and and you see all this it's like oh well every single top eight had uh max copies of jason mind sculptor for four months let's change it or let's ban it or whatever and now there's not that phase right so like there's not the there's not that experimentation and that actually playing it it's just oh this the eye test says that this is broken or i played it an a statistically insignificant number of times therefore uh, and and i thought it was broken therefore uh devs fix this please there's not actually a significant amount of time to play and actually use the stuff and, and try to experiment. That's just not being done because of the nature of how the dev cycle works. And I'm just pointing it out. I don't really have a solution to it because this, yeah. this is the world we live in now. Um, it just kind of true. sucks. It's also, I don't know why, but I think one of the big things is I feel like this game is pretty balanced like there are so many viable decks that you can do well with Mm -hmm. and sometimes i feel like people want every single deck to be very exactly neutral like a lot of the complaints i get are people like man uh saucy don't you think this card is strong not even too strong don't you think it's a strong card i'm like yes it's a strong card Mm -hmm. therefore it's seeing play think it needs nerfed no (laughs) there should be strong cards right like there should be good cards in a in a game yeah, it's it, it's it's tough, and and we went through the whole exercise at the beginning, like exemplifying that, like uh, the meta is not stale and things aren't broken, and even if you think things are broken, you've played a statistically insignificant number of games. Oh, that reminds me of another thing. I know I'm jumping all over the place. Yeah, let's let's if jump you, around. If you, I, I see this all the time. If you think that you're playing um, against the same deck a lot, keep track of your games and post it. Like, post the games that you've yeah. played on Ranked where you can say that you've played against nothing but scouts all night. Because I would venture a guess that that's ju- it's just confirmation bias. Um, and, and, and you're not thinking about all the, the random games that you played in between those. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing with people who are like, oh, well, I have an 88% win rate with this deck. It's like, well, do you actually, or are you estimating or, 
Like, did you go up, you know, a certain amount of LP and think, oh, well, it's probably about an 80% win rate or something like that. Because I, the last two seasons before this one, I haven't been tracking my games um, this season just because I haven't wanted to. Um, I think I got the, the, the exercise of it, I think was good to go through the first two seasons, but I haven't wanted to do it this time. When I went back and looked at every single game I played in the ranked season for the the second ranked, I looked back and the meta was way more diverse than the popular opinion. Just from what I played against in, you know, plat and diamond, obviously. Like people are like, oh, I I play against nothing but Darrow Inc. Well, actually, it was kind of like it was certainly a lot, but it was not 80% of your games by like even it wasn't even close to that. It was way less than that. But like every time you play against like, oh my God, I'm playing against another Darrowing. Oh, I play against nothing but this. And then you don't think about it. The like, you don't think about it the next game that you don't play against it. You're not like, oh, well, I'm not playing against Darrowing. It's dead, right? You're only thinking like, I got two Darrowings in a row. It's all I'm playing against. It's like, well. That's the entire meta. And then... And then it might only be for one play session, right? Like, did you count your other play? Uh, what I'm ba- what it boils down to is like, if you are making these claims, like back it up with at least a little bit of something. Now, I don't even like even my like. I think it, I played like three hundred something games in like in the climb to in the climb to masters, um, from plat to masters, which I know is a lot. I'm I'm bad. Um, like that is a st- that is still a statistically insignificant number of games played on one server at roughly the same times. So like <laughs> when you're saying the meta is this, you just don't know. You literally don't know. Like <laughs> and it's and maybe I just need to uh get over the fact that like people are going to speak in hyperbole and sensationalize things anyway, but like it's I don't know what it was, saucy. I would just have been it's been frustrating this week. Yeah, there's been some of the worst takes I've ever seen. And <laughs> it, it, I laugh. Yeah. Like I think it's hilarious. But even down to so, uh, War Chefs is a card. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about it. Um, it is a, a two mana Demacia card. It got a power reduction from two to one. And there was a group of people saying now Scouts as an entire archetype is completely unplayable. Yeah. And I was like. So the entire archetype is dead because of a one power decrease on one card. Yeah, uh, after having okay. not uh, after having not played it at all, um, and uh, yeah, a- after having not played Dex it, dead. yeah, Dex Dex dead, completely dead, unplayable. Yeah, so I I mean, it's like it's funny. It's yeah, I I I I just don't I just don't know what to. I just don't know what to do about it. Um, maybe I just need to get over it. But um, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Instead of getting over it, I say we just uh, shit on people. <laughs> <laughs> Every time this happens, it's more fun. Yeah, it, it definitely is fun. But uh, yeah, so um, give it. You know what? Send us your hot takes on the on the uh, on the patch. What do you think? What do you think uh, is the result of this patch? Let's let's hear it. Tweet at us at Rune Terrible on Twitter. Um and and go to discord.me slash from terrible radio as well. Send them there. We want to hear your hot takes. Um yeah. okay. So So I wanna I wanna say I think this is th- this is related to the patch notes. I think one of the coolest things that they started doing is this like preview of things to come for the next patch. Uh I think this is like the most interesting thing. So at the start of this of the of this is patch 1.10. Yes. They said, here's a preview of things that are going to be coming in 1.11. Yes. Um, I think that is really cool. Like I'm not used to that from other games where everything's super secretive here. They're just like, Hey, here's some stuff that isn't implemented here, but it's stuff we're working on for the next one. Yep. Which also angered people. Cause they're like, why didn't you just do it for this patch? Yeah. It, it, it and I, I won't, I'm going to, I think I've, the steam has been let out now, so I can. I'm. I'm finally. I'm finally calmed. I've finally calmed down a little bit. Um, I'm proud of you. I'm. I'm proud of me too. Uh, I kind of think that, like, my so my my take is if I were uh 
if I were a dev, I would just not want to tell people stuff anymore. Like this is right. This exact reaction is why devs traditionally don't tell people stuff. So like, or like give out like any hints. It's like, Nope, you get nothing until it's out and then you can react to it. Um, so like if you're gonna shit on everything, like don't, be upset when the things you get back are covered in shit, right? Like, yeah. you know, um, or that you stop getting things beforehand. So that, that that's all I have to say. And like, I, I don't want it to be like, oh, well, um, you know, everything that Riot does is, is perfect and you shouldn't give feedback. Um, I just think that like, just think about it a little bit more and support things with data rather than just like jabbering on. So, yeah. That's what I got. So, um, okay, let's actually take a look at the patch notes and uh, we'll just kind of talk about our hot takes because you know what? We've got some shitty takes too. And by shitty, I mean the best takes, obviously. Um, Correct. Okay, so we start with the little intro thing that you're talking about. Um, And here's a couple of things that that we are going to expect in patch 1.11. Adjustments to the difficulty of Aurelian Souls level up requirement. Okay. Interesting. Uh, adding escalation to to Hush's repeatable cost. So like the first one costs three, then four, then five, etc. Uh, Grandfather Rummel giving more hugs. Ooh, give me. Who doesn't like more hugs? Give me, give me Grandfather Rummel um, buffs for sure. I mean, that's that's me in 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 sixty years. I'm I'm all for the Grandfather Rummel hugs. I love that card. I also love Grandfather Rummel. Um, great card. So. Yeah. Um cool. I, I don't have anything uh inherently against that, I don't think. Um no. I mean the grandfather rumble thing I, I like that again, like a card like Grandfather Rumble, if it were a magic card, I'd be like, Okay, that's like um a limited only card, right? And I'm like, Oh well, let's see if we can get it into constructed. Okay, great, let's see it. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um let's try and make it happen. Hush is a card that like Hush is one that I think every single person uh, that is anti-Hush is looking at it in a vacuum, which is fine. And and like theoret, like talking about a card theoretically is fine, but in practice, it just doesn't play out like that. You're like, oh well, Hush exists, therefore deck is invalid. Which I kind of thought for like like the the J the the J Madarda like combo deck that I've been playing and that I know you played yeah. and Lobster played a bit like the one that's like the stupid um, assembly bot right uh, that Capata ended up ma- that uh, Capata originally made. Um, it's like oh well Hush exists therefore this deck is terrible. It's like well you can actually beat Hush sometimes and also sometimes they don't draw Hush and also not every deck is playing. Targon. So, like, in the instance where you are forced to go all in on a unit with buffs, and they're playing Targon, and they have Hush, okay, yeah, you lose that game. But also, someone needs to lose every game, right? Um, What? Yeah. Someone needs to lose every game as long as it's not me. Right. Just remember, every single game is a 50-50. You either win or you lose. There's no, there's no, there's no way around it. Um, so I think you know, maybe Hush is uh, you know, the cost or whatever. The escalating cost seems like an interesting um sort of catch-all around it. I mean, I think the most common hush is two of them, right? So now it's just it's basically just a going from six mana to seven, which I don't think that's a huge change. It's probably fine. And then if you want to get fancy, then it's uh goes from seven to what would it be twelve, right? Yeah. So you can't you can't <laughs> cast four hushes anymore. You can only cast three. Which probably isn't gonna change all that many outcomes of anything. Um but yeah, it does make it, it harder. It, it it feels like it's one of those uh appeasement nerfs. Like it's not even yeah. we don't even know what the nerf is, right? Like right. we're just speculating based, based on, on that, that's what would make yeah. sense. It feels like it's an appeasement nerf because people like to complain about the card. And mm-hmm. I I personally have no issues with it, but I mean it's just like saying X card is bad because removal in the game can kill it. Like, Dies to Doomblade. Well, 
Yeah. It, Remember it, that? Like, Bane Slayer yeah, Angel? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Just, it's the same thing. Like, oh, can't play Harrowing anymore because Passage Unearned was made. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> Yep. It's like, uh, well, this, uh, yeah, this, uh, unit, this unit's, uh, really good, but did you know that vengeance kills it? Therefore, therefore terrible. So yeah, I, I, I think, um, and then there's the, there's the whole thing with people. I think it, I think it was grappler. Um, but I'm basing this off of Reddit information. So if I'm wrong, blame Reddit, not me. Grappler and swim were, uh, telling people to like purposely build these uh cloud drinker hush decks that literally do nothing they just stall did you see that did you see that yeah, it's like the, it's like the infinite I, puff cab stack except video. it never wins but it doesn't have a win con yet right just to try and get hushed to get nerfed yeah it's like well you're kind of just i don't know yeah the, i i, I have you have to think of it that way right like there's no I'm trying to think like, um, okay, well, this is kind of the game's fault, but I don't know. It, it you don't have to like. There's no reason for it. Why? Like, right? Just because you can specifically make a deck with no win con that just does nothing doesn't mean you should. Right. You're like it. It's the same. It's the same thing. You know. You know what I kind of see it as. Um. It's almost like um like hackers in other games, right? Like you could you could make a a weird corner case argument that like, oh, well it's the game's fault for not having the security to prevent me from using this hack to ruin other people's experiences, but at the end of the day, you're doing that and you are making it like unpleasant to play the game and that's pretty fucked up. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm all in on the, like, that's a shitty thing to do. Um, and I, it's just a weird thing to, to do. So I, I say, don't do that. Don't stall out the game like that. It's weird. I'm, I'm, I won't go into any, any more than that, but it's just a weird, just a weird thing. to Yeah. Do. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of unplayable, yes. Ezreal suddenly <laughs> completely unplayable. Yep. Uh, he got a nerf. Instead of needing to target eight things, needs to target ten. No longer playable. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's definitely worse. There's no question about that. Um. I think that the people who didn't think Ezreal was a problem are going to continue to think that and the people who thought Ezreal was a problem inherently are probably not going to be pleased though I don't know if you can please those people at all um I like I have liked Ezreal as a card from the very beginning I think Same. it's awesome I like combo decks in general and Ezreal kind of feels like a nice hedge between a like an actual infinite combo and like just a control card, right? He yeah. still fills the role as a control finisher. You need to now do um 25% more work, right? That would be two, yeah. 10 is 25% more than than 8. Um I don't know how math works. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how math works. I don't know. Or like 8 is 20% less, but it, it does Depends on how you look at it, but you need to you need to get twenty five percent more targets now, um, and like it's it's definitely a nerf. And like honestly, there hasn't been a ton of Ezreal at least at like a high competitive level lately. Now again, the meta has not had a chance to breathe, right? Um, it it, it hasn't had the chance to breathe yet, so like. Karma Ezreal kind of always comes back, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, but people haven't really been playing it. There was some Karma, there was some Ezreal Targon, um, Ezreal Twisted Fate, like all those, all those decks. There was, I, I saw some Ezreal Draven as well, like old school style. Um, but people want to play the new cards, so there hasn't really been a lot of testing with it. Um, I, I think that we'll eventually see an Ezreal deck still be tier one. Um, but like it, it's worse now. It's harder to do. You got to put a little bit more work into it. So, uh, so uh, Ezreal got a change, and then the the one I'm actually this is something I'm I've been very very excited for for yeah. a while now. Uh, so Lee Sin yeah got a little bit of a rework. 
He went from he was my second least favorite champion in the entire game. Okay. Uh, for a lot of reasons, but he got a pretty big reworking. Mm-hmm. Um, he now costs four mana instead of six. He okay. has four health instead of six at level one. Yep. And they changed his garbage tier uh, champion spell from Dragon Rage to Sonic Wave. Yep. They also made they also added an additional spell cast that you need to level them up. Yep. Instead of seven, it's eight. Because now you can play them before turn seventy eight. Yep. Um, so what you're saying, Saucy, is that since he has two less health, he's strictly worse, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was legitimately I was telling Blevins this. Someone was raging on YouTube, just raging about the Lee Sin nerf. And I was like, how did he get nerfed? They're like, well, he had six health and now he's got four. I'm like, yeah, but he also has six mana and now he's at four mana. Like, well, but his health is important. I'm like, he gets barrier. Like, yeah. Yeah. He still does the dumb Dragon's Rage thing when he kicks at level two. Right. Like, they didn't change that. He still does the same thing for the combo decks that want to play him. Mm hmm. You can just play him as more than just a the last turn of the game card now. Right. This is to me, um, this is a huge buff. I mean, yeah. remove lowering two uh two costs to him? Are you kidding me? Think of it this way. If you had a lease in, in hand and you could just say, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get two free mana and do two damage to him when he comes into play. You would do that every single fucking time. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, yeah. uh, like it's not close. He's uh, way better. And like the Dragon Rage spell was all right. But how often were you casting that? Like how often were you looking to cast it is, is a more apt question. Because like sometimes yeah. you would just cast it because you had it. But like now his spell is actually great. Um, Now he's got a spell that people actually play in the decks that play the card. Right. Which Um, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge buff. I mean, we saw Nola Gold made the the Kick-Axe deck a long time ago. Now that seems way more viable. It still does the same thing, like you said. It's still like you're still getting the Dragon Rage spell out of him. Um, when he does, when he's leveled up, right? So he just, yep. he basically just got like a little bit less stats and two cost taken away from him. And he's slightly harder to level up. So, I mean, huge buff. I'm imagining we're going to be seeing a lot of Lee Sin at least experimented with. And then if he finds a home or not is, is another question, but yeah, I mean, seems really, really good now. At least comparatively. Yeah. The only Lee Sin deck that I even remotely liked was the Lee Sin Fizz deck that we made. Yeah. And like, because they, you know, they have similar level ups. Mm-hmm. But now you can actually play this before turn 3014. Right. And uh, he can do things. Mm-hmm. Sweet. One, one thing I think that we've seen from like how champions end up playing out is, is, is a very similar... Um, sort of playability metric that we see in magic, the gathering for higher cost spells is like the first question is, does it impact the board when you play it? And I mean, it technically has haste if you're talking to magic, the gathering terms, but everything does. Right. So you're playing a six mana. What was a, a a six mana three, six. Um, And if you are tapping out to do that or, you know, spending all of your mana to do that, like that is not a card that you want to play. Right. Even if you get the level up version, it's a a four seven for six mana. Like you you don't want to play that card, right? Like yeah. now at least you know a four mana three four is not great. But like when he, you know, you actually ha- might have some mana to cast spells, right? The, yeah, uh, if you play him on the same turn, you have two extra mana. Right, right. So I mean, overall, I think you're you'd have to be crazy to think that this that this is a nerf. This is a huge, huge buff. Um, and if you yeah. want to get technical about it, you can call it a burf because technically he did get worse in some capacities. But like the payoff is huge. like net net huge buff, huge buff. So yeah, exactly. Definitely looking forward to that. Okay, let's move on to uh, followers and spells. The first one, War Chefs, losing a power, going from a two three down to a one three. Saucy, what do you think about this change? 
Um, I like the change, not not just even specifically on the card itself, but they they talk about how like the two drop spot in Demacia is so highly contested, um, especially in any of the support decks mm -hmm. that are wanting the like the support stuff, like the Lulu decks. Yeah, like turn two is actually super contested in that in yep. any of those. So now they're just like, hey, we want this ability because you're playing him for his ability, right? To mm -hmm. support something plus one plus one. You're not necessarily playing him for his body. So now you have to actually think about deck building and anything that makes you think about deck building decisions. Uh, I'm all for. Yeah, I, I think that this um, like Warchef's just is so was just so like auto include, right? Two mana, yeah, two three so passes the vanilla test. His support ability, you know, it's it's. Um, you know, successes speak for themselves at this point. Like it was, are you running a Demacia deck? Yes. Does it is it um is it unit based at all? Yes. Okay, you're running War Chefs, right? Even I mean, I think um I haven't seen all the lists, but like the like mono elites deck, like maybe didn't run this, but like everything else that even cared at all about combat um in Demacia was running War Chefs, and yeah, like you said, I mean. Two mana, one three, like that kind of doesn't pass the vanilla test. Like you don't actually want to play that card. Um, so now, like you got to think: is the supportability actually um, uh, worth it? Like relevant? Yeah. yeah is, is it relevant? relevant? To your game plan? Yeah, and I mean, maybe. Um, it, it it's gonna be there's gonna be that initial state of shock where people are like, oh, this is just so much worse than people are gonna be looking at comparing this to the old war chefs rather than is it good right now which always yep. happens with nerfs and buffs, right? It's like, oh, well, yep. this is way worse than the old War Chefs, therefore it's unplayable. It's like, well, there's some room between what old War Chefs was and unplayable, and this is probably somewhere in between that, but maybe not. I mean, maybe this is unplayable now. I don't know. Um, and the, the patch has been live for an hour, so I haven't had time to test it. So, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm like, I've been playing the Lulu Emusives deck, and I think that this still probably fits in there, but it, it's almost yeah. a relief to be able to cut a two drop down and like actually think about potentially playing something else. Like, it's, yeah, it's definitely, um, almost a relief for that. So, yep. Okay. So then next we got we have yes. a, a change to a card that's been changed a few times. Yep. Flash of brilliance. They even riff on it and like this it says, What would patch notes be without a change to Flash of Brilliance? Yep. So it is back to three mana. Mm -hmm. Um it still has the same effect, so it still does the a six plus spell, but now it's three mana again. So you can effectively cast this for quote unquote using air quotes right now, free. Um mm. so yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. I think I had never seen, once I made it four man, I don't think I saw any more Flash of Brilliance. Very rare that we saw it played. Um, I mean, this makes sense, right? The Heimerdinger Flash of Brilliance, um, that was broken because it gave you an elusive. Um, now it doesn't. It just gives you, um, what is it? Over No, not Overwhelm. Fearsome? Or no, it does give you Overwhelm. I don't remember which one it is. I haven't played Heimerdinger in so long, I don't remember which one the three is anymore. But it's not elusive, therefore it's uh therefore it's um it's whatever. Um like who, who you know, it's not the best one, therefore I don't care what one it is, right? So yeah, exactly. it's not broken, it's probably still good, and you know, this is another uh another card that triggers uh what is it, recombobulator, what's it called? This the 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 spell uh, yeah. P and Z spell, the new one. The, the tri-beam? Tri-beam, tri-bob... Tri-beam, improbulator. That sounds made up, but is probably correct. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no... It didn't need to be... Um, didn't need to be four mana anymore, so they brought it back to three. I like it. I, I think this is, like, puts it back to possibly playable. Um, you know, Lux, P, and Z. It's, it's now, you know, the flavor of the week is Lux Targon, but... Lux P and Z is probably still just as good as it was, and now and this is uh, you know makes it a little bit better. Man, okay, Lux is interesting, right? Like, yeah, she just like comes and goes. She'll you'll see her like all over the place, and then literally nowhere, and then all over the place again. Lux is such an interesting card. Well, Lux is um, Lux is one that um, is kind of a we've seen at least in in tournament play and and you know by proxy the um the ladder as well she's really been a like 
board centric killer, right? Like when, um, when, uh, Bannerman decks have been like the, the flavor and, and all the rage Lux comes in and is like, yeah, I can play a lot of your stuff. I get, um, radiant guardian and I get to play big spells, block your board and just shoot your stuff down with lasers. Right. But also, you know, Lux is not great against the sort of late game control deck. So it's it's really like the definition of like mid-range dot deck, right? Like it is that. And like it kind of has some control elements, but it never gets it's never um like the the end all be all like late game control deck. So it's always an interesting spot in the meta. Um yep. So, I mean, speaking of interesting spot in the meta, yeah, let's talk about the most powerful card in the game overgrown Snapvine. Yeah, it got four to five power. Yep, that's uh, I mean, that's a 25% increase in power, therefore broken. Um, I mean. Saucy, I'm going to defer to you on the on the overgrown I snap. Hate, <laughs> I hate overgrown snap vine. Really? Not because yeah, I hate the card because I don't think it's fun to play. Not because it's strong or oppressive or bothers. Like I don't mind playing against it because you're never going to lose to it. Right. Um, <laughs> the decks that play it are just dog shit, and there's people <laughs> that are obsessed with this card, and it like. I don't know why this is another one in YouTube comments. Be like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to make you play this overgrown snap vine deck. Yeah. I don't get why people think it's fun. <laughs> it's stupid. It's, but it's art is good. So it, is it does have art. really good art. And it also has the, it has the funny little, like, um, I guess it's kind of like an Easter egg where like, if you right click the card and hover it, like it will show like 38 snap vines behind yeah. it. Like, like yeah. it's a card that's created by it. Like I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm glad that they made an Epic card that costs seven mana slightly better. Thumbs up. Uh, I don't think that this is going to make, this isn't going to make strides in the, I mean, all of the problems with the card are still there. It's just slightly stronger now. So, yeah, oh, thumbs up. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so whatever. Let's ignore this one. But this is actually an important one. Yes. Crackshot Corsair. So yes. this card, it's it's actually always been a card that I've loved. Um, before it was a one mana one one. It got a health increase from one to two. So now it actually has stats and doesn't die to like a, a everything. Breeze in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought Crackshot Corsair was sick, but like, there were most decks just didn't want to play it because it it, mm -hmm. it couldn't stick around, right? Now it can actually contest against other one drops. You can attack with it when you play it. It doesn't yep. die to Omen Hawk. Yeah, it was like one mana one one is really really tough. It needs to be really strong for it to be good, right? Or it needs to be something that you don't care if it dies, right? Like, oh, it needs to already get its a, a plat. It, it needs to either already get its effect like Omen Hawk or it needs to have a last breath ability um, like all of the Shadow Isles ones, right? Um, Crackshot Corsair would come down. It like, like you said, very rarely ever attacked and would get, it would just eat every single make it rain and, uh, yeah. and vile, vile feast, feast in the world, right? Now it's like, well, it can, it can at least eat a make it rain and, uh, they're gonna have to commit more more than just a vile feast, right? Um, yeah, this is this is big, right? One to two is a, is a big jump in the same that like three to four is is a really really big jump as well. Or I'm sorry, four to five, yeah, three to four and four to five even. They're all really big jumps in terms of health. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, this we could start seeing. I've tried to play this card in like some aggressive decks and it like is always been close. It's just never yeah, quite yeah. been there. And this might be the, the little bump to, to push it over. Mm -hmm. And you can now play it with the newly buffed jagged. Oh, Taskmaster. this one's big. Uh, this is big. It is very big. So this is going from three mana to two mana. Yep. And then they reduced its stats from four to three power and three to two health to compensate. Yeah. But, this is perfect. Like I always said, this should be a two drop because you always want to curve one drop and to be able to plunder and yes. play this on two. Yep. And now you can do that. Yeah. I mean, this was a card that saw no play, um, yeah. no competitive play whatsoever. I don't no. think. Um, I mean, 
I'm not considering Von Yip decks to have ever been competitive. Maybe they are now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, it it it's pretty simple actually. It went from failing the vanilla test to passing it. Three mana, four three. Yep. Not really what you want to play. Two mana, three two. Absolutely, Get, sh- yeah. ship me that all day. Um, yep. it, it's as simple as that. And 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 to add on to it, yes, like you said, saucy. It now curves out better. Um, you're going yeah. one drop into into this. One drop on your opponent's turn. Open attack. Play this. Great. Um, you're you're in business now. And like, it's not a uh, like grants. One cost allies everywhere plus one plus zero. That's not as that's not anything to sneeze at, right? Like no, it's strong. Whenever you get this in, you know, if you get this in expedition and you have uh, enough one drops to make it like worth it, like it always felt like a strong ability. It's just like you never really wanted to play this uh, in your deck because a three mana four three was just always too clunky to really want yeah. to play, right? And so. like all the decks you're playing it in, you're like turn three is difficult to fit that card in yeah like a lot of times you're kind of you'd rather play something like misfortune or you know whatever and now you're just like ah, do i really have to play this yep. crappy taskmaster mm-hmm. and like you can't play it before you attack to get the damage in you have to play it right. after you attack usually yep. so it's just like it's a little ah, it's tough yeah yep it this is i think arguably i mean lee sin is going to be huge um but i think besides lee sin this will probably oh cygnus too maybe will increase its uh will have its percentage of um playability like spiked the most with the i think lee sin and this will be the the two biggest ones um another big change that we talked about earlier uh yordle grifter now instead of just always essentially instead of always getting the warning shot when you play it uh it's now just tagged in it's uh tagged onto the allegiance um win essentially so if you're playing a heavy bilgewater deck not really going to change yordle grifter at all if you're playing sort of a greedier deck that has fewer bilgewater cards you know, I mean, Twisted Fate Swain, um, you know, Yordle Grifter is all of a sudden not an auto-include. Yeah. Because the, the like warning it. shot was always, like, in a lot of cases was the better option than, yeah. than the the nab. Well, most of the times that you were playing this card, it was because it, it was a body that gave you a warning shot. Like, because mm-hmm. you're playing Riptide Rex. Like, yes. Let's be honest. It's because you're playing Riptide Rex. Um, but, yeah, now you have to actually... Like I said earlier, anything that requires deck building thoughts, uh, I'm all for. Mm-hmm. And now you can't just jam this in every single deck that plays Bilgewater because you're like, oh, wait, if it doesn't hit Allegiance, it's just a four mana three three, which is yeah. not what you want to be playing. Yeah. It doesn't pass the vanilla test. It feels like it jumped down a little bit in terms of the Allegiance specifically tier list. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a good change. I, I do like the mix of we're buffing cards in a region to make them more playable, but also nerfing some of the like auto includes. Cause like you look at Yordle grifter, you look at war chefs. It's like, yes, those are cards in that region, but they're like almost, they almost felt like neutral cards for the region. Cause it's like, yeah. they just always, they just go in every deck of that region, right? Like war chefs. Yes. It technically goes in the support theme, but it was like, it was just good enough to play in everything. Like you didn't even care about support at all. It was just, like you played it, you just played it because it was good. Same with Yordle Grifter. Like you didn't really care if you missed the allegiance or not. And like, I think that's got to be a, a pretty, at least for how they've positioned allegiance so far, you've got to put the risk in there, right? It's like if you miss the allegiance, you feel pretty bad. All of them, for the most part, feel like that. I mean, there's some that you, you know, like the, 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 um, Missed caller, it's like, well, you still got a four three body, but like you're way worse. Um than also getting a five two. Right. Then also getting <laughs> then like you're way worse, but like in that deck, it's like, yeah, I just want power. Um and more power is better, but this amount of power is fine. Four mana three three in the decks that Yordle Grifter is likely to be in is like, eh, it's pretty it's pretty bad. So yeah, I I really like this change. Um just seems good. I mean, I wish <laughs> I, I'm I'm upset because they didn't do it earlier, Saucy. I mean, it's exactly what oh, I wanted, but the fact that the they did it this late, change. they just weren't fast enough. They weren't fast enough. 
Oh, like so good. Been here. I know. You got, you got to be here for the pre-show. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the on Wednesdays. Uh, time TBD usually. We we, yeah, we, we, we we wing that. But make sure you're joining the Discord. Discord.me slash Radio to find out when we're going live. And follow us on Twitter at Rune Terrible. Okay. Last card that we got changed here is uh, get up. Come on, get down with the Cygnus, the Moonstalker. He's getting a plus one, plus one buff going from a 4-2 up to a 5-3. I was a little surprised by this card because I was already low-key saucy. I was kind of playing this card already. (laughs) I thought he was great. I'm like, sweet. Now he's just actually really good. Mm -hmm. This is just a straight-up buff. And they, like they said specifically, they wanted this to be a powerful finisher for Nightfall decks, and... There it is. It, it, do it. Yeah. It. I mean, you know me. I've been a degenerate elusive player from the beginning, right? Like, I sure love have. elusives. I even, um, you know, there was a meme in my local uh, magic community that whenever, you know, we, whenever you played a, uh, a draft deck that was just blue white flyers, that was blue white Blevins. It was just like as aggressive as possible. Just play every flyer. Yeah. That's that's elusives, right? Um, I've really liked Cygnus in the in the Nightfall variants, and I've been playing around with different elusive builds. I think it's actually, um, you know, an aggressive elusive like Ionia um, Targon deck. I think that we're in a pretty good position for that to be good. It's just yeah. whether or not do you go all in like hyper aggro, um, like with no champs in that, or do you go you know more of a Lulu sort of you know, maybe Lulu, Zed, um, you know, sort of mid-rangey route. I don't know the answer to that, but I think that Cygnus makes the deck... I mean, it's... Like, it does potentially more damage than, um, you know, like Hatchling if if you're yeah. if you're building your deck like that, right? Like, it, I mean, if you're playing all elusives, like, you don't really need Cygnus, right? Because, you know, you want some number of non-elusives to give elusive to with him but yeah. i mean five power elusive for six you're not getting a better rate than that right now so yeah especially that grants elusive for the turn so yeah uh, te- technically it only gives elusive it doesn't grant it doesn't uh, grant it, uh, <laughs> um yeah. but yeah i mean really cool overall i think uh i'm i'm giving a thumbs up to all of these changes just in general some i like more than others but i think just in general a really good good balance patch i like it um let us know what you guys think let's hear your hot takes um you know tweet them at us at rune terrible or go to the discord discord.me slash rune terrible radio let us know okay saucy before we go there's a couple other things that were added to this patch the first was uh multi shard um friend challenge so now you can play uh, your friends in yeah. eu and and anywhere right that's awesome it's like so i was gonna say all the card changes are cool but this is the one big change from this patch that means the most to me being able to cross shard challenge is like mm-hmm. the biggest thing because it, it always feels so bad when like someone comes by and they want to challenge you on stream and they're like yeah. oh shit i'm in eu and we yeah. can't fight for whatever reason so now I can beat all of you up and uh, let you all know that your <laughs> Von Yip Snapbind decks are actually shit. Um, so yeah, it's it's really sweet. I like this a lot. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, just just I mean, obviously great. I mean, it's good for tournaments as well. Now you can just say, hey, anyone can join. You don't have to have yeah. an account. You don't have to, you know, create an account. And I did make an EU account, um, knowing that this was going to happen, but. You know, I did it mostly because I wanted to have a free-to-play account and just see how that grind went, but I didn't really play it uh, on it that much. But yeah, I mean, this is this is great. I I really like this, and now you don't have to, you know, build up another collection to be able to play in other events. So really, yeah, really, it's very great. awesome. The other thing that happened here is the new standard gauntlet update. Um, it's now multi-deck pick and ban, so you put three decks. You load up three decks into um, the gauntlet, and when you play against someone, you're still playing a best of one. But before the match, you you are actually picking a deck of your opponents to ban out, and your opponent is picking one of yours to ban, and then you pick from the two remaining yeah. and play it out. Um, and there's a couple of deck building restrictions: no champion duplicates before decks. 
Um, and you have to have different region combos for each deck, and yeah. you can only have a maximum of one championless deck. So basically, I mean that those speak for themselves, right? You can have three Demacia decks, but you can only have one Demacia Targon. You can only have one Demacia Shadow Isles, etc. But yep, really, yeah, this is yeah. Uh, exciting. I, I mean, they they've talked about it before that they were wanting to use you know labs and gauntlets as a way to test new things out yes. for potential game modes to come yep tournament mode wink 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 right so, uh, hopefully they're testing out some technologies for yes that. yep that I'm, I'm glad you bring that up that is actually the most exciting part to me about this the yep. specific format itself i'm less concerned about um because like i think this is like a really this is a complex this is a pretty complex format, right? Like I mean, you can read it and figure it out. It's not like you need to be a genius to figure it out, but like you look at it for a second it's like, okay, no no champion duplicates. Okay, that makes sense. Different region combos. It's like, wait, so can I can use Demacia 3 times, but I can't. Okay, I get it. And then maximum one champion in a stack. This is like just a I I I see this more as like, okay, we we have we're adding as many knobs on this machine as yeah. possible so we can see how many we can actually change right i don't see it as like a, a lot of people were looking at this and be like oh well this is the tournament format right this is riot's official they stamped it with their seal of approval this is the tournament format and all i'm going to say is that from my experiences and if you know me and what I've been doing in the LOR tournament scene, take that for what it's worth and take it with a grain of salt. But what I will say is that I don't see this as Riot declaring that this is the tournament format. Yeah. That's no. all I'll say on it. I'm not, you know, I don't have any advanced info on, on that or anything uh, right now. So, but I, all I'll say is I don't see it as that. And I don't think that this is a declaration of what the tournament format uh it should be um or is going to be um we don't know that so um but this being put into the game is huge i'm so glad that it happened and it's it's i mean this is pretty early man i mean we still don't have we still don't have uh, spectator mode for tft <laughs> um and we, i mean this isn't spectator mode either right but this is a this is a big system thing that is being added into the game and uh i mean kudos to the team for putting it in this early i'm I'm really happy about it yep yep and I, then uh yeah the other the biggest change of this entire patch i know i've said this a couple times but <laughs> but it's been true every time change, this is the true this is the true one uh the empyrean and dragonling now correctly have the dragon type Ooh, wait oh it's really yep wait the empyrean what What's that one? Empyrean? What's the that Empyrean, one? The Empyrean. It's the, the big Oh, the Empyrean. The Ionia. Yeah. It's a dragon. Oh, it's sick. It's a dragon now. And so is Dragon oh. Link, created by uh, Eye of the Dragon. Wait. So that's actually kind of sick. So you can now get an Empyrean off of Involnius Rex or whatever his name is. Involnius yeah. Vox. I don't know the name of the card. Envolnog is something something Vox. Um, but can you get a Dragonling? Wait, can you get a Dragonling off of it? Maybe. Oh, that see, <laughs> if you can, I, I would assume that you can get Empyrean. That makes sense. But if you can get a Dragonling, I don't think so, because Dragonling is specifically created by Eye of the Dragon. I would like think so too. Card. I would I would also think that. But you that's know. it. I'm raging. I'm so mad. Reddit. Oh, why couldn't they have just spelled it out entirely? Um, no, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Um, actual other thing that is in here is there's a new lab as well. Saucy. Welcome to the yeah. jungle. Did you get a chance yeah, to play this at all? Ever constructed lab. No, I've been, I've been stuck. Yeah. Doing, doing the, the work thing. Yeah. Technically we were both working, uh, at some point during the show, but, uh, I mean, absolutely never. not. We would never do that. Um, I played one game of this and it was pretty cool. Um, the the board is different which is awesome there's a at least a handful of other art assets which were really cool they have like the the jungle um creep they have a barren like uh like statue on the board looks really cool 
Um, and then like the game itself was fine. I just I just did the quick play, like had them give me a deck because um, I I'm not. Um, I personally don't like building the decks for these types of things. I didn't like doing it in Hearthstone either. I always hated when it was like build a deck to do this expedition or this um, uh, tavern brawl that you're going to play one time just for your pack. I hated doing that, but I really like that it is an option for people that like to do it. And I also like that they gave me a quick play option so that I don't have to do it. It's actually the best of both worlds. So um, the game itself was kind of cool. It was an, a nice little wrinkle into the regular game. There's a, a jungle creep, essentially, that is a 1-4 can't attack, um, can't block uh, vulnerable that has last breath, give your opponent a... Um, a card essentially, and the cards are either give all of your units in hand and in deck plus one plus one, grant him that. Um, one is gain a mana crystal and draw a card, and the other is create a raptor, which I don't actually know what that is, and gain two life or something like that. It's basically simulating being in the jungle of League of Legends, and you kill a creep in the jungle and you get a reward. Really cool, like. Yeah. relatively elegant and simple way to simulate something that's in the game of League of Legends. And I mean, again, I don't see it as like, oh, well, this is a, you know, this specific thing is like the end all be all. It's like, this is a little bit of like, could possibly be like PVE type content, even though this is PVP, but like could be leading towards PVE Just type. Stuff. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's uh, I I like that they're testing stuff. I'm it it. I played it and I didn't. I wasn't thinking anything of it when going into it, but after I played it, I'm like, ooh, I'm actually getting really excited about this type of stuff. Um, yeah, really cool that they're um seeing this because I mean, think about Hearthstone for how like how long was Hearthstone out and it was just like literally nothing new was added or tried. And I, granted, this yeah. was like six or however many years ago when it wasn't necessarily like, you know, nothing was proven out and I'm not trying to take away from Hearthstone, but like, I wasn't expecting to see this level of stuff um, from the labs yet. So I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. Yep. And uh, this is get stamp of approval from riot uh, confirmed. This is the end all be all tournament. Mode yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. You build three jungle labs. Uh, you ban one. Yep. You ban one jungle creep, yep. and the other two yep. spawn. You heard it here yep. first, folks. That's how, confirmed. That's tournament mode. Yep. I lied. I do. I do have uh, advanced information, and that's what it is. It is jungle yep. labs tournament mode, guaranteed. Rip. Rip. Uh, rip everything. Um, but on a serious note, that is the patch. I mean, there is the expedition stuff that we don't ever go over on, on the stream. But if you want to look at it. Check the patch notes in the description. Saucy, anything else that you wanted to touch on before we get going here? Uh, nope. Okay. There, there you have it. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else either, but I always wanted, I just, you know, didn't want to end if we had anything else. But that is going to be it. Saucy, that's, that's the patch 1.10. Saucy, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here uh, and not on the Discord? Uh,. Hi, you can find me on the internet. I'm just at my website, saucymailman.com. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all those places. Saucy Mailman is my name. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins. You can find uh, you can find my Twitch. I think, you know, I haven't been streaming a lot. And you know what? I feel bad. Uh, maybe I'll stream. I'm going to try. So... I'm not going to make any promises for this week or next week because I'll have an announcement, a, a personal announcement that I'll be making probably next week. Well, it'll definitely be making it next week. I don't know if I'm going to make it on the show, but I'll be making an announcement next week. So uh, might not be streaming, but I want to stream more. Um, Flindo, you guilted me, buddy. I want to I want to stream more for y'all. And you can find my stream, twitch.tv slash the Blevins. It's also where we stream the podcast on Wednesdays. Again, time TBD. Um, we, we fly by the seat of our pants in that, but you will know, uh, on discord, discord.me slash rune terrible radio. Make sure you are there. It's the best place to be. I mean, seriously, I get, I, we say this every week, but I absolutely and genuinely mean it. 
it is an awesome community that you guys have created. There's so much activity going on, whether it's deck discussion, card discussion, food pictures, um, uh, you know, finding people to play games with, test decks, talk about decks. It's it's truly been amazing seeing what you guys have done with it. And I, I absolutely yep. mean what all of you have done with it. And um, yeah, so discord.me slash room terrible radio. Do yourself a favor if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this in, on the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, go to the Discord and uh, join it. You're you're not going to regret it. Um, and then, you know, all the other places, anywhere that you can find podcasts, we're Rune Terrible Radio, runeterrible.com, deckpicks.live, all that stuff. Okay, enough about that. That's going to be it for this episode. Let us know what you thought about the patch uh, in the Discord, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. But... Or saucy. I'm the Blevins, and we'll be here next week to talk about some more Legends of Runeterra. Wom, 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 wom. <laughs>